I was I was going through stuff on my computer last night. Old stuff. I found a recording of you and I talking at a small well to a small group of people in uh, in Cork about making stories together. I remember that. I remember going there. It was like a seminar and they had loads of refreshers and oh my god, I took the whole plate of refreshers. Oh, I ate like the whole thing. Anyway, um, there were so many little packets and then we went into this big boardroom kind of thing and um, you were talking and then every so once in a while I kind of pitch in something and they all loved me. We were in the kind of building next to the swimming pool by um, CIT. You are absolutely, what a memory. What a memory. You're exactly, that's exactly it. I have a recording of the session we did in that room where you were the center of attention, or at least you were. You go, know, go, 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 go. I mention it to you just to remind you that it exists. But secondly, I discovered that on it, where was a good long piece about the do you remember at all the, well you remember the, the princess story yeah the one where they go all over ireland yeah and this was when the princess never even finished that it was really annoying because i never knew what the princess did with the scissors in her bag absolutely right absolutely right well we could always return to that but no, that's another story i know i know but anyway, this uh, the bit of the story was um, on Ackill Island, where there was a poet who got his poems from. This is a crazy test of memory. Now this would be yet a long beard. Ackill Island. On Ackill Island. He got his poems from. He got. He sat in the middle of the island reciting his poems, and he got his poems from. The horses. No, he got his poems from the rocks, from the from listening to the rocks talking. I don't remember that. I know, yeah, but anyway, that was just... I think I need to get out. Okay. Bye. Okay, Thanks goodbye. for me. Goodbye. Well, that is now a superb introduction to sharing the audio from that session. Excellent. That can be the introduction. It connects in with the conversation I'm well, I'm either, I am having or I have had with uh, Robin Milne. I'm trying to think, was Barbara KB involved in it? I think she must be involved in it. Um, but I think Debbie, Debbie Bridge, chipped in on it very recently. And it's about a transition from storytelling to story making, discovering something I've put energy into way, way back. And is still, I suppose, alive today in my mind in in connection with recent pieces of story making with Rafa. Anyway, here's what happened in that room on that day. Paul O'Mani reporting about what he's going to be doing today during Cork. Social media day, and I'm just having a quick shower before getting there because I don't want to appear in public unwashed or unclean. This morning at half past ten, I'm going to do a session about audio boo, and I'm hoping that my uh, daughter, Omani Dot, is going to do it with me, and that uh, we're going to do a 
a bit of storytelling. We're going to do a father and daughter double act. And we're in the middle of us making a story together about a, a princess who has four horses and sets out from County Kerry in Ireland to try to find uh, somebody to play with. And uh, she's having a hard time and she's getting all the way around Ireland. And we're just going to do a bit more of the pony story in public today in a, in a workshop about audio boo. Will you come in here and tell me what, what are we going to do today? Or do you want to keep quiet? I'm just telling people that we're going to tell a story together. Like, it's not going to be just me telling you a story. Hey, Grace, who owns the story? Do you feel like you own the story? Yeah, I think you own the story. I own the story too. I think we're two owners for the story, the princess story. And she has the right to back out if she doesn't want to do it, but to see if she is uh, willing to do a public, a public sharing of the of what it, how you can use Audioboo to make stories with your children. I've discovered, I think the truth is, I started out telling stories to my, cho to my children. I've got three children, but I started off telling stories, like everybody else. Well, actually, I started off reading stories. I suppose the first thing is you start off by reading stories to your children. Then it went on to, I made them up. And I made them up because my mother used to make them up too, so I guess I was just doing what my mother had done. And maybe you've done that too, you know. You, may, you move on to, from telling stories to making them up. And then, uh, then it kind of changed, you know. It seemed like a good idea that I, sh I shouldn't do all the hard work and make up the stories I should involve. Oh, man, he got, oh, you look gorgeous. Wow. You just look fabulous. Is that hair dry enough? No, I'm just going to put it up in the bun bot while I'm getting dressed. Okay. That, and then, you see, that, that makes it dry quicker. Right. Well, you, you're certainly... I'm just making that, it nice. that, that brush is going through that hair very easily. I know. That means that all the knots are gone. You don't get knots anymore, do you? Well, my granny shortened my, my hair, so pretty much it's easier. Oh, good. And then we'll hop in the car. You'll be ready. Are you going to be ready before me? I'm not sure. Well, well let's well, have... First, I have to wipe off all these yucky hairs. Okay. Do you want to race? No. Okay. Because you're not going to win. I have to put my hair up in a bun. Alright. I'm getting dressed. You know, there'll be about... There'll probably be about 20 people in the room with us this morning when we're doing yeah. the audio booth. Do you ever speak to all the people in your class? I, I sang to them once. Did you? Yeah. You sang? Yeah. With, with, with my folder and singing. Um, um, I, I, I sang two songs. Two parts of a song to them. Do you want to sing to these people today? No. Right. Well, we won't have any singing in the pony story today, right? Okay. We won't get that poet to sing, will we? Yeah. We'll have to make, we'll have to, yeah. Well, there'll be a poet in the story, of course, yeah. Okay, well, look, I'm nearly ready, so... Do you want to say any more on this audio boo before we, before we get dressed? See you later. See you later.
Okay, we're welcome to Social Media Day talking about uh, Audio Boo in Cork. This is live. And there are about uh, there are about 12 people in the room. Uh, maybe I haven't counted, but men and women. There's a, a, a young girl here, and there's a, another young girl here. Will you say hello, Omani Dot? You? Hi. Hi. Uh, like any dad, I read stories, didn't I? To you? Yeah. Anytime. And then... Uh, started to record them on uh, the iPhone. Uh, no, went from reading stories to her, to telling stories, making up. Remember Emma the dog? Yeah. What's his name again? Um, um, Kilki. Your dog. Yeah, my dog, my real dog. We have hundreds of these. Uh, Reb, uh, Rebel. Rebel, yeah. Do you remember little Rebel? Yeah. And every night go to bed? Um, you, would re you would tell me when it, those stories and record it. Absolutely. And you would be going to sleep yawning, saying something about Rebel. This was before Audioboo existed. They all exist as, uh, as recorded on the uh, iPhone memo app. And none of them have been shared in public yet. But then life moved on from me telling you stories. Then so what happened next? Um, you... Okay, I'll come it another way. Who owns the pony story? Both of us. Who tells the pony story? You do. And what do you do in the pony story? Listen. Do you have any influence over the pony story? Okay, who decided we weren't going to Donegal straight away? <laughs> who decided that, that the story would be about a princess? <laughs> who decided it would be about four ponies? <laughs> who, are you saying you had no influence? <laughs> Come on, be honest. Tell the people, you're the boss. <laughs> okay, the point about I'm making really is that it's gone from storytelling to story making together. And I think that's, that's the point I'd really like to just say as part of an introduction. I don't feel this is my story. I feel it's our story. Uh, because as we do it, you make decisions about how much, you know, I remember there's some characters, you know, you decide whether they're going to live or die, don't you? Whose life did you save? Uh, you can't remember, but there's some people whose life you've saved, aren't they? They'd be dead if I had told them the story. Yeah? yeah. And what about that Indian who came all the way from America as a pirate? Yeah, I, I was, I was what do you think of Hiawatha? It's okay. Was he nice? Yeah. Did you like him? Well, first of all, he, he was really mean and... And he wanted to eat people. Who did he want to eat? Um, the Aran Islanders. Why did he want to eat the Aran Islanders? Because they taste the best. Because they taste the best. He thought they did. And where did this Hiawatha come from? Um, America. And, and he was a pirate from America? Yeah. And when he arrived at the Aran Islands, how was he feeling? Um, hungry. He would be, wouldn't you? And in, the, in, the, in, in Galway Bay, there was a battle between uh, um, Gronyuel and Hiawatha. Gronyuel and Hiawatha. They were both commanding <laughs> ships. And who was watching the battle? The princess. And who else? And her ponies. What are the ponies' names, by the way? Um, Sparkle, Crystal, Diamond, and Silver. And what is Crystal able to do? Crystal. Better than anybody else. Um, jump. 
um, she's not really fast runner, but um, she can just jump on straight away, and she can jump really far, really high. And when they were in the deep dark wood in Mayo, what was Diamond able to do? She was able to glow in the dark and lead the way. And who's really the character? Fast. What kind of magical creatures pop up in the story, completely unexpectedly? The fairy. Um, where'd the fairy come from? She um. He came from, um... What county? Clare. County Clare. And where is the biggest concentration of fairies in County Clare? What castle? Um... Underneath the ground, in a certain castle, is where the fairies have their headquarters. Yeah. What's it called? Cracklow Castle. Under the ground in Cracklow Castle is the biggest concentration. And the, and the, and the, um, and the leader of the fairies, um, she has a special name. I forget. I really do. So, we, we have this story and what, uh, it, it goes on and on. And it's, uh, why is the princess going around Ireland with uh, four horses, uh, four ponies anyway? She wants to find a friend. Um, um, because to, um, to share horses with and someone who's interested in horses. Right, not just a silly, yeah. stupid friend, yeah. but a decent rider. Yeah. yeah. I don't know where she's going to find this friend, you know, I don't know. Where do you think? Do you think she'll find her best friend, or a good friend in Donegal? Well, I don't think so. Do you think she'll have to go further than Donegal? Yeah, I want her to go all over the world. Really? No. You don't want the story to end? I mean, we could skip all the stuff and go straight down to... I could tell you where she found... No? no. You want it to go slowly? <laughs> How long will this story last? I don't know, but... When you're no longer a dot. We, we, did, a, we did another story before. It was called the... Uh, the Princess Story. Yeah. That had 31 parts, and that's available on, on, uh, on the internet, on the audioboo. And if you put in the princess story, all one word, you will find 31 episodes of it. They're averagely about 10 minutes long. And some of the characters are in both stories, aren't they? Yeah. So characters come from one story to the other. But, so this is a father and a daughter who are making a story up together. And uh, uh, it's moved from being a story which, uh, previously, previous stories, I have said most of it. But now, you do more and more. And today we're going to do a real live one, where aren't we? We're going to actually do, continue the story. Do you want to do it? Yeah. Okay, well, I, I, uh, the car journey, at the end of the car journey, um, it always has to end. So, um, but just before, because what we'll do is I think we'll do, the, we'll do the real live pony story continuation. I have no idea where it's going, except I'll ask Grace in a minute to remind me where we left off. But I just want to check before uh, we go into that if, if the message I'd hoped to be able to bring you from the man who founded Audioboo has come in. So I just want to check for one second to see if, if it hasn't, well, it hasn't. She's her life, uh, being a geologist and uh, going down mines. Um, and all that stuff's gone. And I, in my head, stuck this idea that um, those memories should have been captured in her voice 
and that's really you know where all we came from. It's, it's, it's the big big aim really is to capture the the essence of the sounds of the people of the world, um, their memories, their experiences, uh, whatever it is. We're kind of building a platform to keep and expose them um, to anyone who wants to listen. Okay, that. Thank you, Mark Rock. Thank you, Mark Rock. I'm going to continue the recording, and because uh, we're going to do, so that's. It's very powerful, isn't it? I mean, as a reason for setting up a business, I always think that if you have a reason like that, you're more likely to persist in doing it than if your reason was to make money. That's that's another story, you know. That I don't see that man giving up because of. Uh, you know, as a result of that motivation, you know, it meant so much to him. And he's built a whole company <laughs> to enable other people to do it, which is a great way of being able to do it yourself. So many stories that get lost when people die. Um, that By the way, you can actually record audio booths and not share them. You can keep yeah, them. Yeah, just keep them. You, you don't have to always share them, you know. That's the great thing. Because my mother-in-law has these amazing stories. And nobody, like, often I've sat with her and she's told her stories of growing up, like, outside of Nina and her whole, you know. And now I, I just want to get her talking again and start recording it. Because, like, my father-in-law is gone now. And he did a lot of recordings in Nina of wonderful sessions. And they're all on Reel to Reel. And they have those on reel to reel now. I don't know how long they'll last, you know, but that should be. My grandparents sadly are gone, and I wish, you know, it wasn't at a time like it was 12 years ago, so technology hadn't quite, you know, we didn't even have iPhones really. I mean, I certainly didn't, but you know, that boy, you really, now I'm like, okay, parents, <laughs> aunts, uncles, start getting those voices on. Just one small point I want to make in relation to what Paul said there, particularly about. Uh, in my mind, every person in this room is a character. You know, we tend to think of, oh, the old people were characters. My obsession is that, you know, every person is a character, every person has a story. An awful lot of Irish people are inclined to say, ah, sure, there's nothing about my life that's interesting, you know. <laughs> you should just, you know, I, I, am, I can find anybody's interesting, you know, and they are, you know, you all are. Everybody in this room is incredibly interesting. And I actually don't think your grandfather is any more interesting than you are, you know. I know, but I think from a family perspective, yeah, you, it's, I, I it's keeping that voice alive in your head. And but that. you'll be the grandmother yeah. to somebody in so many years' time, and you'll be mm -hmm. exotic to them, you know. <laughs> How did a woman with an accent like that end up in Nina, you know? Okay, we, we, better, yeah. we better move on to the... the uh, Grace, where is... Just remind me, where are we at in the pony story right now? 
Um, we're at when the ponies just saved the, the princess from, uh, um, well, the, the ponies just around the boat um, that the princess is in, um, but uh, um, they, um, I'm, uh, I'm trying to save the princess, but but they're not actually, um, that they're that they're just they're just um getting in, in trouble um as well as well. And they surrounded the four ponies yeah. surrounded the princess uh, in the, just in the boat. just beside Ackle Island. Yeah. Did they actually get onto the island? Did they get? Did they successfully no, get onto not, the not, sand? Not not yet. Um, that they still haven't passed the. I thought one of the ponies stuck their mouth out and oh, grabbed yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then they went up. Yeah, they're, now they're on Ackle Island. And who's in the middle of Ackle Island? Um, the Are poet. The, the who? The poet. Do you remember his name? Um, no. But do you remember his bald head? Yeah, his bald head, and he had a very long beard. Only hair he had was on his beard. And what did he do from morning to night? Um, write poems. Did he do anything else? No. Nothing else. So this guy, I'll tell you, I'll tell you his name. He was a really, really old guy. John F. Oh, F for fabulous. F, F for fabulous. John fabulous. Dean. Dean. John F. Dean. Right. John F. Dean in County in Ackle Island. Right. From County uh, uh, Mayo. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did nothing except. Now, where did he get his poetry from? Rocks. That's it. What? <coughs> what used he do? He he used to put his 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 ear up to the rock, and then then he could understand the rocks um speaking. Uh, um, and he would get um like like um he would get his ideas from from rocks. Or um sometimes, and then and then sometimes he he just. He just wrote down what, what he saw. That's right. How do you write a poem? The first way. How do you start a poem? Um, what was the easiest way to start writing a poem? Just, just write what you see. Just write what you see. Exactly. What kind of a thing did John F. Dean write with? Do you remember? Um, um, a twig. A twig, yeah. Which he sharpened. Which he's... And what did he use for ink? What did he crush and use? Oh yeah, um, he crushed uh, um, um, berries and uh, um, and then used that for red ink. So this guy sat in the middle of this uh, in the middle of the island, right? And he never moved. And uh, by the way, what you don't know about the story is that this story took place in Ireland a very very long time ago, didn't it? And what were the stones able to do back in those days? Talk. Right. And what were the rivers able to do? Sing. Right. And the sea was able to lick. Lick its lips. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. They were things that happened before there were hardly any people, yeah? And hardly any trees, uh, except in Mayo. Um, right. Mayo was completely covered in yeah. trees, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, there was no light in Mayo at all. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. And, of course, Mayo is where... You know, yeah, that's it. So Diamond came to help. Who came? Diamond. Diamond, yeah. yeah. Diamond was the horse who had the light. Yeah. But what he about the procession? The procession that helped the princess to get out oh, of yeah. mail. Uh, um, the tell them, tell them about the princess uh, procession. Um, the, well, um, you see, 
the princess got knocked out and because she bumped into a tree because of the because it was really dark and the ponies kept on going and then worms came up from the ground from the ground and sung a little worm song around her um, and the, and then the and and the ponies keep kept on going and then then they, they reached a stream and they and what about the procession of the worms? And they were, they were, um, they were leading the princess, um, um, up the side of the stream, and the ponies um fell into the stream. Hey, what about? Can you remember any of the song of the uh, wiggly wiggly worms in the procession? No, I can't. Terrible! I can't sing at all. You see, so the person who yeah, sings. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you might remember it, but you won't, because. But you wouldn't sing it. No. But could you remember any of it, the wiggly wiggly? No. Anyway, look, back to the island, right? There we have, uh, just washed up on the shore, the princess and the four ponies, yeah. right? And in the middle of the island is the old poet, right? Well, I mean, where would you expect the, the princess and the ponies to go next then? Uh, I don't know. Will they ambush the poet? Will they sneak up on the poet and grab him and make him a prisoner? No. Why not? Because... Wouldn't it be handy to have a poet prisoner? No. You could tie a rope around his neck and make him say poems to you forever. Will we get him to go on the rest of the journey with the princess and the... No. Oh, no? We're not taking him off Island, are we not? Okay, I'll tell you what happened. What happened is the, the princess said, look, we've come here. We might as well go and explore. And anyway, Silver was running ahead and she found a path through the rhododendrons. So to, they went off in a nice wiggly line and they end up right in front of a circle in the middle of Ackle Island. Where a poet is. Yes. And what's the poet doing? Um, writing poems. No. No. He was on the toilet. Oh. <laughs> he had to stop writing poetry, right? Because, you know, you can't easily write a poem while you're, in, you're sitting on the toilet, can you? Have you ever done that? Do you ever well. take a... <laughs> Do you ever take a little notebook into the toilet and write a poem? No. All right, you should try that. I, I use, I've done that. Okay, okay. So, so there's the poet, right? And you know, you know the kind of toilets they used to have in those days? Uh, no. He got a few friendly rocks, made them into a little circle, right? Uh. And sat on top of them and, and stroked them nicely while he did a poo in the middle. Uh. Very easy, very, very easy. The rocks used to like him a lot doing that because he made them warm. He didn't do the poo on the rock. He did the poo in between the rocks, right, in the middle, okay? Anyway, that was what was going on. Diamond was horrified. She was utterly horrified. She'd never seen a poet with his pants down. It was just absolutely ridiculous. She turned around and she wanted to leave. She said, there's no way I'm going near that baldy old fellow with a long... With beard. His, yeah, with a long beard and his, and, his, and his cloak pulled up around his knees. She didn't actually know what he was doing, but horses can smell, can't they? Yeah. How good are horses at smelling? Um, I think... Uh, Do you know anything about horses? Not, not more that, than a dog, but... Oh, so if it was a dog, the dog would have got the smell stronger? Yeah. So horses don't smell as strongly as dogs? Yeah, but they smell stronger than humans. Okay, so they're in between humans and dogs. Do you know anything else about horses? 
Tell me something about horses that you think nobody in this room knows. Um, one thing, just tell. Go on, go on, over to you. You tell me one thing that you think nobody knows in this room. Um, the name of a brown and white pony. Okay, does anyone in this room know the name of a brown and white pony? Hands up. Oh, we got one person. Okay, what's the name of a brown and white pony, please? A A what? A skewball. Yeah. Oh, she. Right. Point for you. Point for you. Come on, give me a harder question. Come on. Okay. Um, what's the blanket under the saddle? Anyone know it? What? A Yes. This right. lady has a horse. If you cheat. Do you have a horse? No. Do you live with a horse? No. Well, how do you know so much? How do you know so much about? I've been riding since I was your age. <coughs> when did when did I, you start when did you start I riding? I started riding when I was two. Oh well you started way before me then. I started when I was about six years old. And then I had a gap of about fourteen years and I'm back on a horse again. So there we go. When's the first time that you uh, did a canter? Uh, I don't know. I must have been that uh, just a few weeks ago, it was kind of an accident. <laughs> well, it ended accident. Um, I was supposed to do trotting around uh, um, the arena, um, but um, in when I got to Eum, I, I accident went into a canter. But you stayed on. Yeah, but then I went back to a trot. Very good. Okay, well, look, look, we'll have to stop the pony story today, I'm afraid. We'll have to take a break. So, do you want to say a little bit more about the pony story? Is there anything you want to add about the pony story? Well, I would like to do a little bit more, but I guess there's no time. Okay. Well, we'll stop there. This is what happens every day in the car, isn't it? We yeah. always have to stop. How did our workshop go? How did our workshop go, Grace? <laughs> Got a big thumbs up. I'm recording, so don't, you can you can say anything you like, but uh, I'm actually recording. So uh, yeah, it was it was it was good, wasn't it? It's actually there's actual audio boo of the workshop, some of it. So it will actually be you will be able to listen to it. Do you know what? I'm delighted because I had to go downstairs to find other people for you know other rooms, so I, I actually couldn't go to it. I think I got about thirty minutes of the I'm session. I'm delighted to hear that. And uh, will it be on that website? It, it will be there. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you how to find it. In fact, I'll I'll tweet you a link to it as soon as I upload it. Right? That's easier. Don't let me forget. Here we are, from December two thousand and eighteen, back to summer two thousand and twelve, and back again. A bit of a journey and a joyful one to remember.